0: You know, right. again, you know the we 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 talked earlier about how words are just one part of communication. Here, we're using words, and we're actually looking beyond the words, you know, between the lines, if you want to say, and mm-hmm. that that connection, right? There's no yeah. dull, there's no such thing as a dull conversation when you got that kind of polarity in people, you know, it's yeah, always entertaining. Sure. It's just it's so different, <laughs> but the the underlying, you know, I guess we'll say the meta feeling, the communication feeling that's behind it. Just loving, it's compassionate. Even though you have no idea what someone might be talking about, you know, <laughs> it's 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 pretty unique and special. And I feel like that, you know, that that's probably the best way to understand. I mean, through experience as it was is the best way to understand what a true relationship is, in whatever form it shows up as.
1: Love it, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, right on, right on. So, from from that experience, how did that like from the whole ayahuasca thing and uh message what was the name of the other plant? i I forgot the rannaquila and yeah uh, how how did that change your life after that like
0: so the uh, the first time in Peru changed my life and that it opened me up just to just be all right with just everything that's going on and I mean probably the biggest shift was just the, the whole shift about, you know, understanding the wounds and initiations is just a, a process of being as opposed to identity, you know? So it, it was, mm-hmm. uh, I won't say it removed the fear because it wasn't even a fear because I'll come back to fear in a second. Cause that's where I got a lot from my second experience, but <laughs> it, it got me to the point where just, I wasn't afraid to kind of just get into life and experience it as opposed to trying to be overly categorical about it or analytical. So it's like, you know what, I'm going to get my hands dirty in this situation, but that's okay. You know, and I'm doing it because it's something I need to go into and experience what's going to come out of it. Like, I'm not going to forecast because something within me tells me it's important to be there. And if it's shit, it's shit. And, you know, things that are unpleasant still felt unpleasant. Absolutely. You don't want to be there and you're running and screaming and crying and trying to get away from it. Of course. Part of you that's still being there because you're like, there's growth in this and, there's discernment and there's experience it's breaking away all of my shit that I need to get away from. And it's opening me me up and shedding the layers so I can be that authentic balanced being that I want to be. And again, that's such a dynamic process. So it brings me there so I can feel it, but I'm going to fall out of it, but I know how to go there because now I know how to feel it. Right. So it, it got me to be okay with just going into like learning and the stuff that unfolded for those two years from first experience to peru to where i went back the second time was just a lot of like i mean i experienced a lot of challenge and hardship you know i had uh, some significant losses in my life and um you know some 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 some, some ups and downs and personal life a lot of beautiful things that really came out of it a lot of pleasure and joy and you know stuff so i had i had this like really expansive the spectrum and polarity of of, we'll say good and bad, even though it's not just good and bad, but for understanding was much, much bigger, and what I was able to feel and how I was sensitized to you know both like positive and negative sensation was much more elevated like what was happy and funny was just way more intense than it ever had been. What was hard and challenging felt hard and challenging in a different way, but I felt it as opposed to just like head down charge and just get it done with like. I feel pain. I'm gonna feel the pain. That's fine.
1: Right. Cause it, it brings up to the surface everything that's there, right? The the Yeah. The good and the bad if you wanna if you wanna tag it like that, the, the light or the or the dark, all, all parts of us, right? Yeah.
0: You know, like, I, I couldn't hide from myself anymore. So like anything that was like, you know, basically weighing me down that I mean when you get to a certain point, you start to recognize, even if that's not consciously, there's stuff about you that you're hiding or suppressing. I mean, like now I call it shadow work because, and then that's where I tend to do a lot of my work—is uh, personally and, you know, starting to move also professionally—is on the shadow side. Um, I mean, I love to work in the darkness because that's where we get a lot of our healing and our, our best nourishment.
1: Right, uh, we grow for, from that from the from that pain from that those moments.
0: Yeah, like the things that we try to hide from ourselves because they're they're, they're hidden and they're ugly because you know, it's 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 how we've built a relationship with them but if we start to look at them or if we run away from long enough they're going to show up in our in our environment anyway because they're presenting as an opportunity to heal or they're going to continue to show up and torment us um Mm -hmm. i I made a decision be it more unconsciously in the beginning and now more consciously um to sit there and actually learn from these and you got to learn through them through experiencing them you know feel it in order to actually heal it you know as Mm -hmm cheesy of it sounds so having to feel some pretty nasty and ugly and uh you know almost traumatizing stuff and you know in the moment you're like i don't want to be here <laughs> this sucks it don't really it hurts sure. but you know you come out of it you're like oh you know i mean like if you, if you think about like an ayahuasca ceremony they're they're never pleasant you know they, they're really oh. really awful feeling when you actually let yourself oh. go
1: that's the thing. And in, in, in those experiences, I have the best, the best day in my life and the worst yeah. at the same time. It's like, it brings you to the, the, the darkest places and it brings you also to the most like awesome, incredible places. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, 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 <laughs> I know what you're talking about. It's uh, although we, we, we all live it differently. We all kind of feel some patterns that, uh, that repeat there.
0: Yeah. And like the, the biggest thing is just developing that awareness. Like if there's anything that we just have to keep maintaining is just every morning, we just got to get up and recommit to that awareness. You know, like exactly. I, 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 I kind of, especially now with spirituality, plant medicine and stuff becoming, you know, more mainstream, which I mean good and bad, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always kind of thoroughly annoyed with, you know, how people really put things like affirmations, plant medicine, Rocks and stuff out there is this kind of catch all, heal it, you know, and then they try it and they're just disappointed, you know, because they missed the element that you're explaining earlier about playfulness and whatever is going to work for you. Right. I think the biggest piece that's missing on that, short of the playfulness, is this recommitment of being aware of like exactly
1: because it's not for everyone, no, and
0: Uh, you know, and
1: and that's okay too, you know, that's fine. These people like are going to fight another path that's going to be for them. Or That's another it. way and whenever the time comes for them, right? Yeah. When you the know. when the t te- when the when the students ready, the teacher shall appear, right?
0: Exactly. And you know <laughs> in and my experience and you know what I kinda always add to that is the teacher's coming with their fist lined up because they're gonna kick Oh yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah uh,
1: a lot hopefully. of times they do come with their fists up <laughs> and you gotta but, uh, be ready for it.
0: It's fine though, you know, because like, and then that's probably the biggest thing I got when with my second experience, like coming back from the the dieta is just being in this place where it's just like, listen, like, you know, I'm, I'm shedding and constantly balancing and recommitting to awareness. And, you know, the bad's not bad anymore. You know, the bad is nourishing. It's if anything, it's probably just as, if not more loving than the positive, you know, because you go there, you get to embrace, you get to connect with yourself. Like when you start making, Connection and and healthy relationship with your shadows, those very quickly become strengths and what you're repressing, be it something that's uh you know a a bad habit, bad habit that you're hiding, or relationship quirk you're you're hiding, or insecurity you're hiding. All of a sudden you start to resolve that imbalance, and that becomes a strength of yours. And you're walking around and people are saying there's something different about you, I don't know what it is. You know, you feel balanced, you feel healthy. And I've seen physical health improving people including myself i've seen fitness improve i've seen the cascade of how it indirectly affects everything else that's the coolest thing about you know going into that dark place and
1: disclaimer here we're not medical professionals we're not saying take this and it's going to heal you or just just to put it out there you know just in case fair enough yeah Anyone thinks we're 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 giving medical advice we are not giving medical advice here we're just so, talking about our own personal experiences.
0: <laughs> so, like, you know, one of the biggest things I, I really got from uh, the dieta, it was actually interesting because I had a journal, and I wasn't journaling the way I thought I would. And I was actually, I almost, I almost kind of felt disappointed during the process. I was like oh, I'm not really journaling all that much. I, I, and it was funny because I'd just be like chilling out, and we had these hammocks in our our, our huts. And the huts were these tiny little, I mean, they were cozy and they were totally comfortable. Um, you know, you had a bed, you had a desk, you had a hammock and that's it. And uh, I'm chilling in my hammock most of the time. And all of a sudden, something would just kind of, just you know, just sink in where I just like had to go write and start writing these things out. And it was like, they came out as lessons. It was like first lesson, second lesson, third lesson, like very personalized, addressed directly towards me. And the, the end summary of it all was I basically got to build this really amazing relationship with fear. And I'm still kind of observing and probably going to continue to observe what this means and the limits of it, or if there are. But it was this whole thing about that limit in fact can be an ally of ours. Cause you know, where there's fear, there's a learning opportunity. Where there's fear, there's an opportunity to heal. We're afraid because it's unfamiliar and of course it's uncomfortable, but if you're willing to go there, like you're probably going to be in right. for one hell of a ride that's awesome, awesome healing. And I kind of embraced that. I mean during the ceremonies i embraced it because i got my ass kicked during every ceremony um, yeah. and then i kind of started to ask for it too and be like, during the ceremony kind of sorry that i was that i did ask for it because they were so brutal
1: because <laughs> there's no 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 way back after that eh? yeah exactly so it's you're like, just kinda, oh, you know once you're in that plane that's it you you can. You, you can can only, get ride. Yeah, you can only remind yourself that you asked
0: for it. Just have a second. up, body. man. Yeah. Buckle up. And, um, you know, now coming out of it, here we are, you know, a few months past it. And especially with everything that's going on in the world, you know, you're sitting here, you're in silence and you get this discomfort. You know, do you run away from it or do you say jump on social media or watch a TV show or go for a walk or do you sit there with the anxiety and be like, oh, why is it there? This feels terrible. I just feel that feeling and just let it kind of cycle through. And all of a sudden you're like, okay, I'm laying on the floor crying now. And I, you know, I totally hate myself for asking why I did this. Mm. But then, you know, minutes, minutes later, you have this possibly an insight or you've let something go or you're like, okay, let's go for that walk now. And the walk feels better because you feel more present about it. You know, like it's, it's been very interesting to be able to experience
1: Right. Um, it, and to me, I find it's kind of it's it's a lot easier to go back to that state after, yeah. Without without the 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 plants or anything, you kind of like know how to navigate now. Kind of it, it creates a nice bridge to me. Yes, right. That's a good yeah. Between the 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 physical world and the the non physical.
0: Yeah, and like when you look at the the neur- the neurology of it. You know, when you, when you want to change something in the nervous system, a pattern or behavior, I mean, you have intensity and you've got frequency. You know, so you can do something that's really, really intense and that's going to change. Like if you touch a hot stove, right, you know that shit's hot. You're not going to, you're not going to have to try it again to figure it out. You know? exactly. And then there's frequency, which is like I'm talking about, like recommitting and practicing every single day. So when you, when you know what it feels like, the more often you can take yourself back there, the more that just becomes your state. And also you're sitting there in this totally chilled out state of just being
1: exactly not right. not doing in being just yeah. being yeah
0: <laughs> keep practicing it you know like how again how however you have to go there you know is is what you do but it gets to the point where it's like like my, my thought on plat medicine now is like okay like I, beautiful teachers they teach you what work to do so you can do the work they they they, they kind of take you by the hand so you can do the work but, um, you know, in terms of, like, right now, do I need it? No. Is there a point where I'd like to use it to facilitate me to do some work I may not be aware of? Yes. It gives me a perspective. Right. Just in the same way a conversation, like, you know, like the conversation we're having today is giving me a ton of ideas I wouldn't have otherwise. Or right.
1: Need. Right. So, like, and, and this is one thing also the that I tell people, when the whether it is, like, any any plants or psychedelics, uh any any like DMT experience basically uh is once you get the phone call just like it's okay you can hang up and you, you don't need to like stay in the phone the whole time every day yeah you're connected also give yourself time to integrate that phone call you know and oh yeah integrate what you've seen what you've experienced in in the in the physical world, because that's the whole point of it too, right? To, to to stay grounded with the with that experience as well. Big time,
0: yeah. You know, the, the world even still is moving at such a fast pace. You know, and
1: yeah, and I, I feel time is just like going a lot faster now. I don't know if if you if you kind of sense that thing as well, but I, I've been feeling it a lot.
0: No, I totally agree with you, and like even just like sitting, kind of reflecting on it, because like it's it's quiet but it's fast and noisy at the same time
1: mm.
0: when it, when you go inside you know and you start looking at yourself on the inside you realize like what what you should be feeling and connecting to is so subtle and so i I wouldn't even say it's slow because just it just it, it's 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 a bit of everything you know it's timeless it's fast it's slow it's big it's small right it's just not tangibly describable right but it's super subtle because everything in our, in our world is so fast and so loud that that really just takes away the sensitivity that we need to go inside and be aware of
1: exactly well i couldn't have said it any better
0: (laughs) so i mean like it's yeah it's, it's it's cool and like i'm really enjoying this whole thing because now that like i'm a big uh neurology geek like i'm just really enjoying it like you know i'm studying i'm studying osteopathy right now and uh you know, one of the things that we do is we study functional neurology. So what's happening in the brain and you know, what are the effects that when we treat someone and start to look at pathologies in the brain as well. And when you start looking at that stuff, you can't help but to start to recognize, you know, the whole plasticity and how everything's gonna affect the nervous system, which is basically how we perceive ourselves and our environment and how the environment starts to interact with us. And I mean at the end of it all, like our brain is gonna is gonna either gonna provide us something that's gonna be survival or or uh, or pleasure. And you know if it's not one, it's could be the other, so if we don't pay attention, like we're we're we kind of misguiding ourselves and then kind of misleading ourselves a little bit,
1: <laughs> yeah right
0: so it's 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 pretty interesting to see what actually happens like at that level, because like there are, i mean whatever metaphor you choose, if you talk very abstractly, you know complete plant medicine, you know universal speak. You know, which doesn't even touch upon, say, a scientific element, right? It does all come back that there is something that's actually happening at this like physiological, biochemical level, you know, and you're you're, you're changing uh, essentially, I'll, I'll describe as a constellation in your nervous system, you know, uh, of how you behave, and all of a sudden, you know, something that used to get you really fired up doesn't bother you anymore. Those wires have changed.
1: Yeah, no it definitely changes the whole connection and it releases like you know DMT, which I mentioned before dimethyltectamine. Yeah. The little substance we have inside our pineal gland in our brains, right? And that also can be released through you know breeding techniques. Like I don't know if you've seen uh Wim Hof, Iceman Hoff. Yeah. he also has a good... I've been practicing his uh, breeding techniques and bam, yeah, yeah.
0: This is you, DMT
1: of your, your brain just through breeding, right? That's crazy.
0: Yeah, I had, actually had this experience you, you just reminded me of. So um, the, the first trip I had in Peru, I, I finished that week with uh, a bufo ceremony. So 5-MeO DMT. Oh. And, uh, I mean, I didn't know at this point that it's like what they call the strongest psychedelic, you know, <laughs> that we that we currently know. But uh it was funny because like, you know, we're getting ready for the ceremony. And uh something in me is like unsettled, but not enough to say don't do it. Just unsettled as in like something's gonna happen. You know, so I, I fully trust in uh the shaman that's administering it. I trust in the uh the the buffo. You know, I had it in my hand. It felt good. I smoke it. And you know the the whole thing with the rambofo is you 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 inhale it you hold it you lie back and 15 minutes later you come back from bliss. Um, that's that's not what happened with me. <laughs> you know? Oh no. What happened was I I I remember inhaling it. I remember the shaman killing the lighter, you know, and and me finishing the draw from the pipe. And I remember coming to, be exhausted, and not knowing what had happened. Uh, apparently, what happened was I had this complete cathartic release for an hour and a half. <laughs> Oh wow right basically he's like thrashing around and yelling and screaming and just like basically having a completely cathartic release and of course they let it happen because that's just the nature of the plant medicine doing what it needs to do for me
1: yeah no exactly you can't you can't really control it that's like i had a you just have to let it let it let it be kind of control more the 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 environment to not they kept, it, they
0: kept it safe and that was the best thing and
1: ever. exactly and that's what's important too that's what i'm saying this is not some type of thing that you like okay i'm i'm gonna buy some ayahuasca at the store just like you buy a beer and 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 have a few no, you,
0: you gotta respect
1: so you gotta ceremony, respect plant medicine and and do it with uh you know facilitators or shamans and and people well, and they, they, they
0: diet you know they, you know they diet with this stuff for for years to be able to exactly. connect and facilitate it and support it and uh what was cool was like i still got the dmt experience as far as i you know i was completely uh gone like there's no sense of identity of, of self it's pure energetic you know it and go completely have, dissolves eh? yeah and like i i don't even have words for it it's just basically like. I don't know, like, it's basically like if you're knocked unconscious and then that unconscious being was knocked unconscious. Right? Like, <laughs> there, there, An inception there. of unconscious. And... Yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, it's so beyond that. That experience I actually experienced through a, a, a breathing ceremony uh, I, I, over a year ago. That was mind-blowing because I was doing this uh, similar to kind of like a Wim Hof type of breathing. Uh, it was like a controlled hyperventilation into the deep abdominal. Uh, right. it's, called, you... it's called uh, Breath Wave, which there's a bunch of great practitioners in, in Canada that that facilitate this stuff in ceremony. Right. And uh, I was getting into it, and I've been doing this for a couple of years. You know, I've done it. I've gotten some great experiences, and I'm getting into it, and I'm kind of like, hey, wait, this feels a bit different. And, you know, I'm like, okay, keep going, keep going. So like, keep breathing, keep breathing, keep breathing. Next thing you know, my head just rolls back. I'm laying on my back. My head rolls back even further, and I'm gone. Right? <laughs> And then like, I don't even know how long, I don't even know how long it was. I just, I kind of just like faded back in, almost like someone turned the volume up on my life again. (laughs) I just heard uh, the music that was playing from the ceremony, Mm. right? And I was like, oh, I know what that was. (laughs) You know, that was a DMT experience, right? And it was, you're absolutely right. Like you totally induce it through breath and it's, it's not, it's not similar. It is DMT. You know, it is that experience. I mean, it's skill, but you can go there. You got to work at it, and like, man, it was super liberating, it was super nourishing, and healing.
1: Um, right, and then it goes back to what we were saying. There, there's not one way, right? Now we're talking about plant medicine, and you yeah, guys right. realize that even through breathing, meditation, you guys can achieve this. Right,
0: brought this crazy too, because the thing is, like, if I if I look at in practice, I don't think there's ever been a person I've met for any reason. Be it through fitness or training or even nutrition, that 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 breathes properly, you
1: know. Yeah, something it, that sounds as simple as breathing. Like when you realize it, it's not even like myself. I I wasn't aware I wasn't breathing properly. Yeah. Till I started practicing these breathing exercises and stuff, It was like becoming more aware of just something as mechanical as breathing.
0: Yeah you know, and then that's it, you know, it's, yeah, we're not aware. And then you start paying attention and it it's, it's a shift. And if it's not going to be like that significant empowering shift that someone's expecting, you know, at least you can rest assured knowing that it's, it's basically pointing you towards the door where you can start doing the work. Cause all of a sudden you start being in a state where you're more present and you can be like, okay, I got to do talk therapy or I got to, reconcile this this connection with someone or with myself or i have to work out more or eat better like you become more aware of what you need to do like if anything i feel like it kind of like attunes you to uh the work you got to do
1: right yeah no for sure 100 like, yeah.
0: percent. and there's some great breathing teachers out there um
1: but well, what like what would you recommend like anyone who wants to start getting into this or want to, wants to try like plant medicine, what would be the best piece of advice that you can give anyone, whether they're military or... or yeah, you know, um, probably
0: the biggest two things right now, I mean, they all centralize around the same idea, which is like starting to recognize truth and truth is it's a pretty dynamic in the beginning. But the way like, I'd recommend is because you're going to find a consensus and the whole point is you're going to get a bunch of different information and it's going to all kind of have a central theme when you dissect it for yourself. So if I were to say, how do you go about doing that? First thing you do is you just like journal like a maniac. Um, I like free writing where you basically just, you know, you basically say, uh, ask, you know, throw a question out there. Like I said, for me, is all about the question. That's where it all started. You know, and uh, I mean, in in traditional shamanism, a lot of the time, you know, they they talk about the idea that a question is you acknowledging that there's an answer, whereas like the the traditional kind of Western intellectual model is you ask a question because you don't know. Whereas in shamanism and in nature, it's you ask a question because you're prepared to learn the answer that exists. And
1: I love, I love that you touch faces in that thing, like.
0: So I'd say, like you know, pick maybe just like you know, just be in a place where you can ask a question. and uh, Even if you suck at asking questions, like I'm not one to ask questions. So, so my first question was like, what kind of questions should I be asking? (laughs) You know, and uh, or why should I be asking questions? Like, there's no right or wrong. You have to. That's where you have to kind of check in with yourself and understand like what you're about, and start free writing. This is just sort of writing and writing and writing and writing and writing. And like it's gonna be you know, pretty linear and organized in the beginning because that's I mean, that's that's your left brain going to work, but eventually it just becomes a spatial place and you start really getting into like this like really kind of abstract, nonsensical kind of writing, and weird stuff comes out. And my experience with that's been like I'm literally watching my hand write stuff, and I'm like, I can't believe this shit's coming out of my head in my hand because it doesn't even seem like it is.
1: Right. And you're like you're someone who's also like very you like scientific uh yeah like i play in the linear world exactly so so how does that you know how did that make you feel the fact that you know you kind of got out of the left the left brain to go yeah. play in the in the right brain and try to make a sense out of this would you like even though all of this is not proven scientifically mm-hmm. would you deny that there's like a whole? World out there that we don't, that science hasn't yet proved.
0: It's, it's, I, you definitely can't deny it, you know, because the thing is like when you, it, it, again, the best experience that, or teacher, that's going to be your experience, you know, and uh, absolutely you know, where I've absolutely. been, fortunately, is as much as I could sit on the left brain logical side of things scientifically, you know, again, I've always been very uh, curious or playing in the spiritual world. You know, now I'm just there more just because I just enjoy being there. It's just, it's just my baseline. But, um, you know, for, for someone who's very left brain, like, you know, I work with very left brain people. I've got, you know, amazing left brain people in my life. Like, they're just, it's just how they operate, how they think. And they're the ones that get really pissed off with it. You yeah. know, they're like, this is bullshit. And they're sitting there and they're writing and they're frustrated. And,
1: yeah. and you know what? I like this type of skepticals. It, it's awesome because it's, it's good. That's what I say. It's good to be skeptical. And not to believe like, anything anybody tells you. Just go up there and have your own experience. That's it. You know? If you're getting pissed off with it, keep getting pissed off. Because <laughs>
0: that's taking you to where you need to go. Like, ask yourself, why am I getting pissed off with this? Because it's just a writing exercise after all. Right? It's like, <laughs> exactly. You know, there's a lot of different ways you can really work with it. So you know, at the end, it may not make sense. You may read it and be like, I have no idea what this is saying. But the thing is, like, whether you want to use heart, soul, higher self, universe, whatever metaphor you choose to use, right, it doesn't speak in sensical metaphors. Like, you know, it doesn't know convenience, it doesn't know language, right? It's going to give you a feeling and it's going to set you in some sort of direction, right? So if anything, you kind of have to, I mean, you have to feel your feelings now at this point in time, which is quite difficult, So that's where someone's going to have to probably, you know, kind of work through some obstacles because if they they read this, you know, we'll call it, you know, free writing that doesn't necessarily make sense and they get a feeling and it's a a bad feeling or a hard feeling or even a good one. Okay. There's a question. What does this feeling actually mean? What's the feeling trying to teach me? Right. So I'd say that's the first part to getting an understanding of what we'll call truth at this point. The second part is having a conversation with a really trusted loved one, right, that can kind of give you the same perspective. And you might just be like, listen, this is a weird conversation, but I want you to just help me kind of understand myself. So let's just start talking. Talk about, you know, what you see in me as far as what am I struggling with? What do I love? What do I hate? You know, what am I limiting myself with? What do you think that I'm doing to myself? And just, I mean, this has to be a really trusted, loving space with someone that you really, really can't trust.
1: Exactly. Because then it has to be a space where you can allow yourself to be vulnerable. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of growth from there in vulnerability. Huge. Where like, you know, where you just open your heart and be like, this is myself. This is the raw, my raw version of self. Yeah uh yep. and that's how you grow right by by really looking at okay looking at yourself facing your struggles but first to face your struggles you have to first put them out there like you know
0: yeah like i identify with them and
1: remove you know, the, I, the mask kind of because like yeah and, and i've done it myself for so long i've been like putting on this mask of like you know try to how can I say this? Like, well, different masks, right? Depending yeah. on on the like, as a soldier, you know that that hard as fuck mask. But then all of that, just like as as I've been, you know, growing in my path, just I've been removing all these masks. Like, hey, fuck it, I'm I'm human, right? I have my own struggles myself. Yeah. Like, listen, motherfuckers, I'm in spirituality, I know, but I'm not perfect myself, right? I'm just sharing my own life experience and.
0: And that's, you know, what we're striving for oh. being in that place where just, we're in this, this, again, this super dynamic, constantly undulating kind of state of like trying to find balance. Like, are we ever going to find it? No, the day we find balance is the day we stop and we're not supposed to stop. You know?
1: <laughs> it's just stopping is not the nature of the universe. Everything is in constant flow. If you realize like moving. everything is in constant movement. So are we going to stop?
0: No, I mean like you know if you like it just like like movement's an interesting concept, right? And I think it's like everything in the universe is moving. If something's not moving, it's either inan- inanimate, so it's just not living to begin with, right? Yeah. Or it's dead. Right? Exactly. And like I mean, then that becomes a whole different philosophical conversation what happens after death, which you know, we won't go there, right? But
1: you know, <laughs> the be for, for the next episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For, for sure, because <laughs> there's a lot to say about that. Just.
0: But you know, the whole thing is like, you know, you need movement. And the thing is I think vulnerability is the first step. And you know, like you've totally, totally, totally just, you know, yeah. gave something of significant value there just with you with you mentioning vulnerability, because having that conversation with someone maybe just the fact that you're actually putting yourself into a vulnerable state, right. And, you know, bearing everything and, and actually willing to ask, ask someone, um, tell me about me and like, you know, what do I need? Or even just having a conversation of it. Here's a, here's what I'm afraid of, or here's what I don't feel good about, or here's what I want, but you know, whatever. And like, you know, when we start looking at, again, the warrior archetype, you know, we start looking at the soldiers and stuff, you know, we're all in a place where vulnerability just isn't something that we're very familiar with you know, perhaps even the word, you know, I remember years ago, I actually got a gift. It was probably one of the best gifts i ever got. Um, someone gave me a book from, I think it's from Seth Godin. It's actually like, oh. it looks like, it looks like a kid's book. It's called V is for vulnerability. Oh, really? It looks like a Dr. Seuss book. Like it's one of those like big ply, ply kind of books, right? Okay. It's for adults. And it's like literally like A is for something, B is for this. And you get to V and V is for vulnerability. So each oh. letter is a, a, like a life lesson. And they're, you know, they're slightly comical. They're very childish and playful, but they they they, they cut really deep. And I remember getting that. Uh, I think it was like a year before I started the process of actually getting out of the infantry. And you know, it's still this. Okay, I'm a hard motherfucker. I don't want to share my feelings with you. And not because I was doing it consciously, just because that's my baseline.
1: Yeah, and often also in our cultures, like as men. We've seen the the word vulnerability as a weakness, as a sign of weakness, right? Yeah. But like it's about reappropriating that the the sense of that word. Yeah, and, and, and that's I, it. I, I at least I I've, I took that word and gave it another meaning now for myself because I also used to think that oh vulnerability like the fuck that's like that's not for me you know that's. That's for the weak. That's a
0: yeah. That's, that's it. How I used
1: to think it's... about vulnerability, but you know what really opened my mind was a. Uh, I don't know if you heard of Bre- Brene Brown. Yeah, she really talked about that. There's a a book of hers. I actually have it. Do I have it here? No, I have it at the other in the other room. But uh, anyways, it's called uh, "Braving the Wilderness." Anyways, I never remember you know what? I never remember the names. I actually read I read the content, I remember the, the what happens and everything. Yeah, but I, I suck with names. That's something I need to work on as well.
0: <laughs> you get the important stuff, right? So
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that that and that really opened my mind because she she touched that, you know, that subject vulnerability. Mm-hmm really made me see the world in in a very different way and how important it is to grow yeah. you know to be able to because if if we never if we're not willing to to look at that our hardships then how are we expecting to change or anything from it
0: yeah i mean that's it you know um uh, one of my mentors, you know, offered that to me, and it forever changed my life and the way I looked at life. Where he's like, "These wounds, these hardships, are initiations," you know. And uh, I mean, historically, you look at initiation culturally as you know someone stepping into adulthood, you know, manhood or womanhood or warriorship. He's like, now with those tribal relationships not being there or as prominent, it's initiation into living a life and actually being yourself. You know, it's initiation to you know take the mask off and you know be able to use your tools the way you're meant to be using them you know you can go that a whole piece of purpose and, and, and authentic being
1: right like because you're finding your own strength at that point exactly and and redefine our humanity really like redefine what does it mean to be human what does it mean to be a man right
0: yeah yeah for sure
1: and yeah all all those realize all the all the the toxic patterns that we've been getting stuck in and kind of recreate new new ways of of being mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> that's it you know being aware of those patterns and you know it's, it's really cool as you start to get aware because you start to make this like really distinguishable almost like a list of like how much of it is your thought versus not your thought and <laughs> you know like the coolest thing was when i you was know, standing in in peru uh, most recently doing my diet you know i was able to sit there and because you're totally disconnected from the whole world like it's literally just you and you speak with the shaman maybe every every day to every second day and they're not speaking spanish or english to you in conversation you know because they barely, <laughs> they either don't or barely do they're, they're saying something to you to do a process, you know, do a singing Icarus to you or tell you to move so they can blow tobacco over you or something like that, you know, it's logistical, right. um, you know, and uh you very quickly realize that, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought there.
1: <laughs> well, that you re- realize what, what thoughts are yours. Yeah, that's
0: it. Yeah. So there you go. So right. sitting in silence. It was crazy to be able to sit there and 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 be like, Oh, this belief system, this thought's not even mine. Like being able to be make it so distinct, but then also sitting there and be like, Oh, I had this I have this belief system about something, or I had this thought, oh that's totally mine. And then I can even decide, do I wanna keep it? Well, does it serve me? will it serve me? Like, you know, whatever. And like, you know, when I when I when I got home and then you know, back into the world of there's, there's social media and advertisement. And I mean, fasting, like I, you know, I fast pretty regularly. How much of the hunger cues, for example, are actually my physiological hunger cues versus just um, I'm eating because I'm bored, I'm eating because of the, uh, the company I'm around, the stimulus around me, the unconscious, right. whatever it is. There's this, it's crazy and it's wild how the distribution is so imbalanced of like what's truly authentically you and yours. serving you versus what's like really just influencing and misdirecting you there's still stuff (laughs) that directs you too but like I don't think it's nearly in uh, proportion to like what's misdirecting you
1: definitely definitely makes you realize a lot the the power of our our spirits and our minds
0: yeah definitely
1: and I got one one last question for you Okay. Uh, what'll be the message you can give to the to the world right now in, in these times of uh you know confinement? Well be the best the best your number one advice that you can give to people during this time.
0: Oh man <laughs> Yeah. You know, I I'd say you know, be compassionate. And then strive, strive for understanding. Don't necessarily, you won't necessarily get it, understanding, but strive for it, you know? And by that, what I mean is, it's easy to jump to conclusions right now because there's just so much stuff out there, you know, as far as misinformation and good information. But, you know, we we, we just don't need any more judgment or we don't need, need to be feeding those those misinformation pieces you know so someone's out there that's you know doing something you know there's a place where you can learn to understand why they're doing it you know have a conversation ask a question if you don't know just be like listen they probably have their reason you know and the compassionate piece is like you know first it starts within oneself so being vulnerable and compassionate with yourself like listen like i'm sitting here and you know life is moving fast but you know not doing much because i can't or you know, people are stuck at home and with their thoughts. Be okay with that. And, you know, be, give yourself the loving support that you need to go through the hardships because it's okay. They're happening for a reason. And, I mean, the dire- we only go in one direction, and that, that direction is nourishment, love, and health. You know, we just have to love let it. go and actually let <laughs> us go ourselves. But we got to serve the compassion there and then let that permeate and spread to everyone else it doesn't mean go there and you know blow kisses and hug everyone especially because <laughs> you can't do it you know but <laughs> it's about just like listening like you know listening understanding that you know people are going through hard stuff and you know not everyone's going to be present or aware or in control that's okay you know but right. if you can be there be there healthy for yourself that will have an influence and if you can give people a sense of that be energetically or verbally or physically right it's gonna not it, the only thing it's gonna do is make someone feel a little bit better
1: love it man i love i love everything you mentioned there and i want to go back to that misinformation thing here because sure. that's that really resonates during this time because um anyways i've been i've been getting a lot of critics on, on the stuff that i that i publish and stuff about like misinformation and stuff and we're living in times where we are literally being bombarded by information from coming from always right Mm -hmm. coming from everywhere and people don't know what's the truth anymore and what's true what's false nobody really has an idea well, nobody people have an idea nobody really knows. That's what I that's what I'm trying to say. And thing is being compassionate about you know, not only trying to understand where the other person's coming from and also trying to know their experiences and why they're they they think the way they think, right? And approaching them in a way of like having a sincere discussion with the person. Instead of like coming out of from the ego of like trying to win an argument or trying to you know what I mean that having a real genuine conversation Hmm. instead of like if all our politicians will have this mentality too, the the world would be another place instead of like debating having a discussion you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Like I, I think everyone's too caught up in this whole thing about righteousness and jumping to a conclusion. Whereas, you know, the real strength of, 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 change and, and, you know, progress and stuff is going to be, you know, uh, discussion, understanding there. Yeah. There ultimately has to be an outcome and a conclusion has to be decided upon, but it's not forced. It's something that, you know, that, you know, kind of comes, I guess I'll say organically to consensus and, yeah. exploring things and you know when people talk you know exchange information like on social media everyone's throwing a conclusion out there or this desire to be right you know yeah. and that's something that we can all all work at not doing and that's a daily conscious effort because you know, we all do it it's in our nature we all want to win and we all want to be awesome no one's going to walk around and be like oh i'm i'm wrong and i'm dumb
1: <laughs> you know that's true and like every everyone has their their, evil, their, their you know
0: ask questions and uh, be curious like i said the, the fun thing about uh, i mean the, the greatest thing about communication is the adventure of it so you start thinking about weird you know weird kind of interesting questions if someone's you know jumping to conclusion it's like you know explain to me why you feel that way or you know right. how'd you get to that conclusion you know like stories you know we we we, we, we connect on stories
1: yeah and I'm gonna use David Lyon's quote here where he says, Going from a instead of going from a serious place, going from a curious place yes right. I I in a way of, as is in a playful way you know yeah, and that changes a lot the dynamic of the conversations, actually we can go a lot further in exploring and we truth if we can ever reach the truth. I don't know. That's a whole other story. Like just a definition of truth. That's a whole other episode of, of another podcast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Part three. <laughs> Part three. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's, yeah, that was pretty. We touched on many things there and really love, really loved this episode.
0: Oh, man. It was awesome.
1: Had a blast. Yeah. Uh, we we've been over the time. Like I, I think I'm gonna cut this episode in like two episodes. Okay, actually, yeah.
0: because
1: <laughs> that, that was really good. That was really good.
0: Oh man, I I really really enjoyed talking to you. That was really
1: great. Yeah, yeah. me too, brother. That was that was amazing. And, and yeah, hopefully, like I, I can have you again. And yeah, I'd happy to be, be here. another conversation or right? anything because I I feel the the need right now for you know mm-hmm. having positive messages like this to come out. It's other like, than uh, that, all the 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 bullshit we're seeing right now on social media, right? Uh, all that 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 fear base. Uh, it's a time for healing right now. Like you know, so true, man. So true, and and we the world really needs that right now. I, I feel the the sense of urgency too in it. Mm-hmm. So I've been feeling the call to share this, you know, stories from from people like like you, or other other people. Mm-hmm been through very interesting journeys like healing and
0: you're doing a great thing man like the world <laughs> needs it but the world also needs people to convey it and communicate it you know so
1: oh thank you brother I'm, I'm very thankful to have had you on the show and i really honor your your path your journey
0: well i appreciate you too man like you know it, it, it's it's one thing to be on a path but to be able to connect with someone that's also on their path and doing their work and stuff it means a lot to be able to connect because I mean, it's not common, you know? So when it happens, it's true. special.
1: All right, brother. All right, bro. Well, take care and uh, much love, man.
0: Yeah, man, much love.
1: Thank you so much for listening. And if you haven't done this yet, go get yourself a copy of my free ebook, The Thrive Method, a six-step guide to naturally align yourself with your life mission, regain your power, and fully thrive on my website, renzo ruiz i'll put the link in the description below for you to check it out also don't forget to subscribe to my youtube channel spiritual warrior tv and to follow me on facebook and instagram as renzo ruiz has i want to express once again my biggest gratitude for your support and see you on the next episode much love